Five key actions to bolster your EAT score and prepare for SGE with Capwom Dingus. The InSearch SEO podcast is brought to you by SimilarWeb, helping you build better SEO strategies with digital intelligence, insights, and data. Hey, it's David. What are the key actions you need to do to bolster your EAT score and prepare for SGE? That's what we're covering today with a man whose accomplishments include writing three novels, being a Brighton SEO speaker, and eating 100 nuggets in 21 minutes. He's worked in SEO for the past 10 years and is currently SEO manager at Symmetrical. A warm welcome to the InSearch SEO podcast, Capwom Dingus. Thank you for having me. Hey, Capwom, thanks for coming on there. Well, you, you provided the facts um, that you wanted to share with the world there about the nuggets. Interesting uh, skill set you've got there. <laughs> yeah, um, I definitely won't be doing that again. It was, a, it was a good challenge to have done, but um, it's a lot more difficult than you think it is. <laughs> Oh, it seems about 90 too much for me, but <laughs> I'll leave it to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can find Catwoman over at symmetrical.com. So Catwoman, what do you need, or, or rather actually, why do you need to bolster your EAT score to prepare for SGE? Um, in simple terms, you need to bolster your EAT score because it's playing more and more of a crucial role in how well you do in the SERPs, in organic SERPs. Uh, Google has given us uh, guidelines around EAT and how important it is in how they view your uh, business, your website, and ultimately how it plays a role in where they're going to ultimately rank you in SERPs, because the more they can trust the information from your site and that you provide generally, the more likely you are to appear at the top of the results. So it's very crucial, very crucial. Okay, and um, getting that trust, um, getting that recognition, that authority, that's all the more importance, considering the fact that SG means that singular source of truth, possibly. Exactly. So, you know, obviously SG is currently only in the US, but using VPNs and such of the like, we've been able to kind of uh, run some tests, you know, of our own. Obviously, there's other tests that um, bigger organizations that have put out there as well. But one of the things we have noticed is sites that they draw the AI uh, generated results from tend to be ones that have a really good reputation and have built their trust factor over the time period. You, you might appear for the odd term here and there if you haven't built your EAT score to um, a very strong point, but we definitely saw a correlation probably more of a correlation between um, the trust factor and the authority of a website than actual rankings. Because what we saw was, where, like, for example, if you're in the featured snippet spot, you weren't any more likely to rank um, in the Gen AI results than if you were, say, ninth or 10th position. Although it does seem that there is a minimal score, so you needed to be in the top 20 generally. Interesting. So featured snippet doesn't necessarily mean AI result. Exactly. There was no correlation. In fact, it seemed that positions one to three tended to appear more often than featured snippets. Well, today you're sharing five key actions to bolster your EAT score and prepare for SGE. So that starts off with number one, create engaging and unique content. Exactly. Yeah. Um, ultimately, um, we've got to remember Google as a service, right? So 
they're providing um, a service to users, and that is information. The more trustworthy that information is, the more engaging it is, the better or happier their users are. So if you create great content, engaging content, content that's a bit different as well from everyone else um, and unique in its own way, you improve your chances of appearing as an authority figure, um, as an expert in your field. And um, ultimately, in the long term, if you continue to do that, you build trust with Google. So that's number one essential and the fundamental. If there's only one recommendation people should take away with them, it, it's, it's a simple one and they've probably heard it, but taking it serious and really, you know, even if you do have content already up there, going back, reviewing it, making sure it's fresh, it's updated. If you've got any old advice that no longer applies, make sure you update that, especially if you're in the your money, your life uh, area. So yeah, that's such an important one. Okay. So that's your most important tip, but uh, listener, please stay for the next four. They will be quite good as well. Uh, <laughs> but um, just quickly, in relation to what you were saying there, actually, you were talking about um, how you don't necessarily have to be the same as everyone else and how you should actually be a little bit different. The challenge that many SEOs will have with that is they'll research a niche, um, they'll have a look at the results for certain keyword phrases within that niche, and they'll see what's currently successful and see similarities between the different results there. So they don't want to be too different because they think they have to do the same kind of thing to rank for that keyword phrase. So what would you say to that? Yeah, I would say always go back and ask yourself the question, how can I make my content more engaging than what's already out there? If you do that, then you're a bit more willing or likely to take risks because there's almost always a way to improve content. Uh, you know, even the best of sites that are ranking, doing well in a couple of years or in a year or where, whenever it is, if they were to review their content, they could probably improve on it, whether that's adding new media sources to engage people, whether that's the format that certain data is displayed, there's always some way to be different. You don't have to always change the whole format or have to think of some wacky way to present uh, things because what works works, but there's, there's always some kind of improvement. There was a twist. Yeah. Yeah. To make it unique for sure. Or the, the second way to, to boost your eat is to double down on author experience or expertise rather. Yeah. So one of the things that um, we've really seen from eat, just talking from personal experience, is that Google likes to see that those that are creating content on your website actually have the authority and the experience to, to make the recommendations. It's that much more crucial in your money, your life, where you're impacting, you know, the direction of people's lives potentially. But it's, it's just so important to try and or show Google and show whatever search engines and visitors as well that visit your website that that content is being created by someone who actually knows what they're talking about. It will not just help uh, drive traffic to your site, but also with conversions when people actually land on your website. Yeah, that's one I'd say definitely double down on, link to their social media profiles, list all their credentials. You know, if you're in the medical field, for example, and they're a, a doctor, you know, make sure you um, highlight their, um, what field they're working on, if it's um, applicable, and just make sure that anyone who visits that website is, is secure in knowing that this is someone who knows what they're talking about. And what about linking from the author page of 
the, the company blog out to uh, other websites that they've been featured on. So if they've been on podcast episodes or they've written blog posts and other sites, uh, sh- should they actually link out to those articles, features? Yeah, very much so. So one of the things sometimes I still find, which which is a bit weird in the SEO world, is people are um, very tentative about linking out to uh, other pages, external pages, which is the wrong way of thinking. If if it's providing factual evidence that this person has certain expertise level or has certain knowledge, then by all means, um, link to their website, link to their social media profile. Yeah, link to any podcast they've done, anything that builds trust um, and shows that th- this is someone who's an expert in this field. Yeah, I, I, I would say... By, by all means, linked to that information. It, it helps the search engine. It helps people as well when they're looking at the, you know, they may not always look at the author, but if when they do, because they might question some advice, uh, knowing that that's an expert could make all the difference. Brilliant. Okay. And it'll also encourage thought leaders within your own business to hopefully get out there and be featured in other podcasts, um, other other blogs out there, because if, if they're going to get featured, if they're going to build their personal brands, might motivate them a, a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Let's move on to number three. So keep your site safe and secure. This is one where, you know, uh, most, uh, I guess, enterprise sites, site sites and people that are well established in SEO probably have heard before. But it's worth reiterating because it's something that sometimes slip un- slips under the radar. Um, it's really important to have a secure site. So uh, making sure you have your SSL security badge there and showing, uh, making sure that you confirm how you're going to use a customer's information, say if they're signing up for something and abiding by the laws of, you know, whether that's EU regulations, uh, et cetera. So Really making sure, and, and then if it's payment processing, et cetera, for e-commerce sites, um, ensuring that you've got a very robust and secure uh, process for that. Uh, it's, it's very essential because it builds trust. You know, if, if, if um, s- someone who's in the space like ourselves lands on the website and we see that um, missis, missing SSL certificate, you know, we could easily <laughs> um, avoid the website drop off. So... It will impact conversions and uh, ultimately just from search engines point of view, having a secure site says this is a, you know, a trustworthy site and uh, is more likely to improve your chances of appearing in SERP. And then as we move on into the search generative experience side of things, again, you're building that trust factor so that um, when that gen AI result is being shown, if the information from your site is seen as secure, tr- uh, trustworthy, and just, yeah, the general score of the site is seen as safe, it's um, more than likely to help with um, the results in that area. And number four, focus on building brand. Yep. Um, so you, I'm sure, especially if you're in the digital marketing space, but even if you're not, um, understanding the value of a brand is very critical, you know, it's really important. If you build a strong enough brand, you can end up getting thousands and, you know, potentially even hundreds of thousands of visitors that land on your website just from like brand searches. So in of itself, it has its uh, value in driving uh, traffic and um, conversions directly. The other way to think about this as well is 
if you um, build your brand and it becomes a well-known strong brand, that automatically signals to Google or whatever search engine you're trying to rank for that this is a site that people, you know, trust. They're actually actively seeking to go to that website. And, you know, assuming over time you build um, not just the brand name, but um, reviews and more important, I guess, uh, that feedback where it's clear that you're offering a great service and people are happy with what you're offering. Yeah, that gives um, the search engines a very strong signal to say, okay, these are guys that um, are trustworthy and we can rank them without annoying our ultimately our customers, the people that come to us to find um, the goods and services they're looking for. And number five, have transparency and includes credentials. So what does that mean? Yeah, so basically, I think sometimes uh, businesses are not or are scared to maybe show uh, areas of where they might not be as strong as uh, another business or competitor. And it doesn't mean you, you know, you put yourself down, but if there is an area where um, you might not be as strong, I think sometimes uh, customers actually really appreciate, and that can actually be a converting factor for um, some customers where they, they see, okay, they've clearly listed all their benefits, all the things they're good at, but they've also, you know, uh, alluded to the fact that maybe, um, and you can do this in many ways that when you, you, this is an area, not maybe as strong. So being transparent can actually be a very, um, good and positive thing for yourself. Or if it's just maybe that you're limited in the services that you offer, just being very transparent with that. That's a good point. Yeah, so thinking like, I mean, I was just thinking of like, if if you're an SEO consultant um, running a small SEO agency, if you've got a client comes to you to say, well, can you run our paid search campaign as well? You could take a little bit of extra money or you could say to them, look, that's not my specialty, but I could recommend you to someone who can really help with that. And that will build more transparency and trust with, with your SEO service. Yeah, exactly. And, and if they ever wanted to hire someone for the services that you do offer, you come to mind first because you're someone that they you know believe they can trust so in the long term i, th I feel for businesses that's um, a really good way to go being transparent and um uh when we talk about the credential side of things again this you know goes back to um that element of building you know the expertise and building that authority and trust where um the search engines and your visitors can see oh, you know, they're part of this body that has the, these amount of tests. And sometimes you can educate people on what it is those credentials actually mean to really hammer uh, the point home. And I think, um, you know, like I said, not just going into the search generative experience era, but just the AI era in general, being able to really show that your business that is trustworthy and is an expert in this field is um, such an important thing. Well, let's finish off with the Pareto Pickle. So Pareto says that you can get 80% of your results from 20% of your efforts. What's one SEO activity you would recommend that provides incredible results for modest levels of effort? Yeah, I would say it's taking a step back and I'd say probably doing this quarterly. Uh, I know some people say annually, but I think if you do this quarterly, just take a step back and look at your business holistically or look at your website holistically. And really ask yourself the question, am I providing the answers to the questions that my audience are really asking? 
and this can be an ever-changing thing, right? So uh, the questions people might be asking around SEO and digital marketing today might not be the questions they're asking in six months or in a year. So this is why I say if you can do quarterly, maybe even monthly, if, depending on the space you're in, um, just taking that step back and really asking yourself, what's the essential uh, questions? That will actually help with the element uh, of eat, uh, as we, you know, going back to that in terms of showing uh, not just your audience, but showing any crawlers and search engines that actually you are thinking of your audience, uh, uh, answering their questions, which will help with engagement, help with conversions, all, all um, these kind of things. If and, and if you do that right, it makes the whole content creation process and everything else that follows a lot smoother. And so you get, going back to the Pareto principle, getting most of your results, 80% of your results from 20% of your effort. I feel like if you do that, that foundation correctly, everything else flows from that. Um, so yeah, that would be my recommendation. I've been your host, David Bain. You can find Catwoman Dinkus over at symmetrical.com. Catwoman, thanks so much for being on the Insert SEO podcast. Thanks for having me, David. And thank you for listening. Check out all the previous episodes and sign up for a free trial of the Similar Web platform over at similarweb.com.